Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. And who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Julie Short with the Ball State University Career Center, and she's also the co-host of the Momnesia podcast, which just launched their second season this week. Our premier sponsor today is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today, we are talking about their upcoming Lunch and Learn on October 22nd. It's called Using Your Voice with Impact, Intention, and Influence. It's presented by Thrasetta Briggs from 3LLC. She owns her own consulting firm, and she does a great job. I've seen her speak elsewhere. She does an awesome job, so... It's going to be one you want to check out for sure. Now, here recently, we had some listener feedback that they really like your voice. They did. Yes, I'm so happy. Like, someone specifically wrote in to tell, well, they emailed Matt, but they wanted to <laughs> tell Matt that they enjoyed my voice. So thank you, listener. I appreciate that. Uh, and if you want to learn how to use your voice better, go to SchaeferLeadership.com. So way back in 1996, mm-hmm. it was Friday the 13th it was. in October, yes. something bad happened to you. Something bad happened, and I can't remember what the name of the fear of Friday the 13th is. It's something big and long and hard to say, but yes. I don't have that. But something did bad did happen to me on Friday the 13th. What happened to you? I was in a really bad car accident. In fact, I think it made the news and the paper and all kinds of stuff. It was out on I-69, yep, right? Yep, out by the... Daleville no. Outlet Mall <laughs> back, back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, so that, now that's the Heartland Center, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So right there in front uh, on I-69. On 69, going northbound. Yeah. Now, what was the situation? You were in a van with multiple people. Yes, yeah, so I was in a van with a bunch of my school friends. We were all 16. Uh, the girl who was driving... I mean, she, I mean, she was 16 too. So we were all young, dumb kids or whatever. We got in the van. We were going to, uh, to see our team play a volleyball tournament or something. Okay. Um, so we were in the van. We had maybe stopped for gas or drinks or something. I don't remember. Um, but we got back in the van and buckled everybody's seatbelts, except for me and my friend in the back seat who were talking and didn't remember to buckle our seatbelts. Now, my family always wears their seatbelts and all it was like definitely a thing and I just for, I was talking and didn't think about it and forgot and so we were driving and we're in the back of a van and we're in the back of a van and it's the mid 90s like I, I, I'm not even sure I would have wore a seatbelt most belt people didn't then. but like my family was like crazy about it like we definitely always so mom when you listen to this we always wear our seatbelts and that time I just did not <laughs> you did not so you're cruising down the so road so we're driving down what the happened? road our tire blew out 16 year old driver young experienced driver overcorrected. I think we swerved off from one side of the road. We came back on the road and overcorrected. Anyway, we, I think we crossed both lanes of traffic traffic and into, so we ended up like on the opposite side of the road Okay, on oh our side. And I, this was, I was 16. I don't remember any of this. This is just all things that either I, been I've been now. told or I read in the paper or whatever. It was pretty, I mean, I was fairly badly hurt. I, I was in the hospital well, for like yeah, three you, days. You, uh, did you go from the front to the back, I believe you told me? I went from the back seat to the front but, seat. That's correct. And, out, front. and then out the side window. So you, you were uh, ejected? I was, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. So I was out of the 
ejected out of the car. Uh, I had road oh, rash, right. all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, so I ended and up. And you still have scars. I do. I've got a scar here on my my hair grows weird here because of that. I would I would call that your Harry Potter scar. It's kind of like because it's right up there. It is up there, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so I have scars. I have staples in my head. I had three staples in my head, which those are weird. But that wasn't the worst thing. No, that, that wasn't the worst thing that happened. My friend who was in the car with me, she um, was partially ejected, I think, um, and she died on impact. So she, yeah. uh, so she died, um, which was very sad, and it's still very sad now. But it's been. 20 years ago i can't remember yes but, but it was a life-changing event it was that, yeah uh set you in a different path of life well yeah it definitely impacted my life three to four years ago was the first time you went back to see your friend oh yeah i went yeah i went to her grave site three or four years ago and that was very emotional and you know i'm not a very emotional person but uh it was it did impact me a lot um and so that was interesting to go back uh, because after the accident um when you have like a traumatic brain injury kind of thing because I had like a blood clot around my brain I broke my the bone around my my orbital bone the bone around your eyeball like yeah. your eyebrow bone I broke that I have like you had glass I had and glass shards. and shards of glass in my hand like a year later that was coming out and stuff so like there was some bad stuff like whatever and I was in the hospital for three days but I was out of school for like two or three weeks yeah. um but when you have a traumatic brain injury like that your brain kind of like gives you some kind of amnesia like to yeah, you don't to permit to to prevent you from remembering that impact that, and that trauma. trauma so i don't remember anything from like i remember leaving the school and then i remember like three weeks later like i don't remember any of that in between there so which is probably good that i don't remember it was anybody else injured in the uh, no in the van everybody else was fine because okay. they they had their, their seat they had on. their seatbelts on and they were fine um so this was obviously it was a big traumatic thing that happened for our school like i went to a tiny school in anderson it was tight like liberty christian school i went there there were like 15 people in my whole class so um and half of us were in that car and the other half were playing volleyball at the tournament um so it was a very impactful thing at the school um they still have a scholarship that they set up in her name and everything it was obviously a big impact for her family and we kept in touch for several years after that i don't know it's not a fun thing to talk about but it's something that was major that happened to you in your life yeah definitely and definitely i think impacted the way i think about things and how i view life and just i know stuff. we were on uh, a, a disney ride where God, it looked ride. like a, a car comes fr- at you from from the side it kind of pops out yeah it's or fast just track like, you're yeah. you are supposed to be a crash test dummy in this car and i'm like <laughs> and so i've we been there a- i've done that like i've lived through that i don't want to do that again so she got off that ride and she was like nope I don't like that. I do not like it. I don't want it. It just brings back bad stuff, bad juju, and I don't want to do it. Anyway, it makes me nervous. It also makes me like I'm never going to be the one to teach our kids how to drive. Like we've got three older ones. I didn't teach the older two how to drive. I'm not teaching Holdy. I'm not going to teach Zuzu. That's just something that I'm not going to do. Uh, so that's your job, husband. Yes, and I've, uh, I've done You have now done a good job. Three times, and I've taught the three, and nobody's hit a culvert yet because I always say, culverts kill that's true they do we make our kids cry when we say that but <laughs> yes because I, I i drive home the facts so- culverts kill anyway so it's not something that's fun and i like to talk about but it is an impactful part of my life and that some people don't know uh, so i think it's important and, to talk about and good for you not to be afraid of friday the 13th as a yeah. as a date that uh, that lives in infamy for you it does live in infamy but you know what bad things happen every day Hi there, Matt Howe, introducing you to Purple Hippo Ads, local digital advertising. 
Let's say you want more qualified customers, clients, and donors in your sales funnel. We create display and text ads targeted to attract those visitors to a landing page with specific information and an intake form for them to contact you. We manage, tweak, and adjust the campaign to optimize every click and gain more conversions. Purple Hippo ads are perfect for discounts, offers, email opt-ins, events, introducing new products or services, increasing donations, or finding qualified job applicants. Interested? Great. Just fill out the contact form on purplehippoads.com and let's talk. Today on the show, we have Julie Short with Ball State University. Welcome to the farmhouse. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now you've got one of those academic titles. I do. I Well, administrative titles that are long and don't tell you anything. I am the <laughs> Associate Director for Data Operations and Technology in the Ball State Career Center. So yeah. you're in IT? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, but I do have an awesome IT guy. So uh, do basically at this point in my career, I'm managing people. And I manage kind of three different teams. All of the on-campus student employment is housed in our career center. So we do the HR function for on-campus jobs. So that's okay. over like 5,000 jobs and students that work on campus. Okay. So we do all of the HR stuff for them. Um, also all of the marketing and communication for our office. So just promoting the services that we have, the programs that we have on campus, um, reaching out to our alumni, our faculty, our students. Um, so we do lots of different marketing to those different groups. And then also the technology. So uh, all of the systems that we use to track our engagement and then tie the, the data part is tying that data back to our state funding metrics. So retention for your graduation rates and where do students land six months after graduation. So that's, that's what we're doing right now. It's called the First Destination Survey. Oh, okay. very fancy. Wow. That, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds fancy. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so awesome. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Where you live? All that good stuff. Yeah, well, I am um, from Anderson, Indiana. I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, okay. I spent some time in Ohio during my high school years, but have landed in Anderson. That's where my husband is from, oh, Colin okay. Short. Okay. And uh, we have two kids, Mary Kate and Matthew. They're in fifth grade and second grade great. Exciting. Yeah. We are really close with our family. We're lucky to have both sets of grandparents nearby. Oh, and that's that nice. was intentional. We moved back from Phoenix to be near them. I mm -hmm. knew as a working mom that I would need extra help. Absolutely. And so we love having that free grandparent babysitting all the time. <laughs> um, so that's a lot of fun. And I started my career, um, I thought I wanted to be a professor. I knew I wanted to be in higher ed. Okay. And I, like you, grew up in the church. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a pastor's kid. I did not like being a pastor's <laughs> kid. So I now refer to myself as a recovering pastor's child. Okay. Um, talking about Bible and theology and religion just throughout our household. And mm -hmm. so I thought, okay, I'm going to go to seminary and get a degree so that I could teach. I thought I wanted to teach Christian ethics okay. in higher ed. I learned very quickly that I do not like writing <laughs> do academic not papers. Do that. <laughs> um, so I finished that. And uh, was, like I said, living in Phoenix at the time and got a job at Food for the Hungry. It's uh, 
an NGO, Mm -hmm. a relief and development organization that works all over the world. And I have a real passion for social justice and development work. And I got to go there and help create an internship program. So it was fun. I got to recruit students from across the United States and then help place them in our field sites all around the world. So just getting them, if they think they want to go into development, okay, let's try this out, see what that work actually looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times students have an idea of what it might be. And then when they, they actually, actually get, get on the ground, exactly, it's a little <laughs> bit different. So it's a great place to kind of explore that calling on okay. their life. Cool. So from there, like I said, I love working with students and love being a part of those conversations of like, what do I want to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Um, so when we moved back here to Anderson, I got a job at my alma mater, which is Anderson University, and was an admissions counselor. And like I said, got to have those conversations of what do I want to do? Where do I want to spend my next four years? Mm -hmm. And I loved that. Kind of worked my way up there. I left after serving as the interim director and came to Ball State, um, was ready for a change. I'd been there seven years. Mm -hmm. And now I work in the Career Center. And like I said, it's still a fun to be a part. I'm not directly working with students anymore, Mm -hmm. but still fun to be a part of those conversations and how can we prepare students for a lifetime of career achievement and satisfaction Mm -hmm. and just, you know, having that work-life balance things that students are really passionate about. How can we prepare them well? Mm-hmm. I also have kind of an entrepreneurial side yes, to me as that. well. I have some fun things going on outside of this. I started in a direct sales company like mm-hmm. two years ago, and I know lots of people have different <laughs> opinions about direct sales, but I can tell you that what I learned in that. I feel like gave me the confidence and um, the maybe the skill set I mm-hmm. needed to start something on my own. Okay. So I recently, last year, started a podcast called the Momnesia yes. Podcast. Yes. It's so much fun. My friend Sarah and I are the host, and we wanted to create a podcast uh, for moms that wasn't like instructional or like how to be a good mm-hmm. mom or anything like that. We wanted it to have the flavor. I don't know if you guys listen to this, but I'm a huge fan of the Moth uh, mm-hmm. Radio. Oh, yeah. Where people come up and tell stories. They just tell their stories. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, I am a huge fan of the StoryCorps um, mm-hmm. a project from NPR where people just go in and like curate their stories and it's held in the what is it, National Library of Congress or yeah. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I just love that idea of capturing stories, particularly in motherhood, because it's a Gretchen Rubin quote that I love. Um, the days are long, but the years are short. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so much of these young years of motherhood are just going by in a blur. Right. And if you don't stop to think and like try and remember this, momnesia is going to set in and you will just forget it oh, all. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that's kind of the whole purpose of the podcast. Um, the, our tagline is sharing the stories we want to remember and the ones we wish we could forget. Oh, that's awesome. uh, because motherhood is not what it always appears to be as captured on Instagram, you know, where oh, yeah. everything looks nice perfect, and neat and your and house perfect. is beautiful. Yes, and all your walls are white and yeah, you can't see the crayon that somebody drew on exactly, the wall over there. Exactly. Yeah. Zuzu asked me, uh, mom, what was my first word the other day? And I was like, mm, I 
think it was ball. Yeah, but I'm not I entirely have no sure. Idea. I don't remember. Exactly. So we want to try and capture some <laughs> yeah, of those absolutely. things yeah. so that we can't tell our children, oh yeah, I do remember I this. do remember when it what it was. Exactly. So. Well, tell us about your co-host and uh yes. because I'm a co-host. So. Exactly. <laughs> Sarah. No, you call yourself the host, remember? Oh, I'm the host. You're the I'm the co-host. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. Uh, she is my co-host and she is fabulous. She is a musician. Okay. And you can, um, I believe, find her at saratunes.com. That's okay. Sarah with an H. With an H. Tunes.com. Okay. We'll put a link on the cast. Please do. Um, she has this beautiful kind of jazzy voice and she plays the piano. What about that John McLaughlin there? Oh, yes. I know that guy too. John is my brother-in-law. What? Yeah. And he is also a fabulous musician and piano player. Um, He is at John McKell johnmcl.com and that's j-o-n and he is also a musician who just came out with this is something i've been super excited about it's just all piano it's an instrumental it is fabulous so definitely check that out you can check out both of them on spotify sarah just had a new um release as well and hers is kind of like a lullabies or love songs um it's really sweet as well so both cool. of them you can check out on Spotify. Nice. Well, tell us what you do for fun. I know you, you're Ooh. busy with work <laughs> and the side hustle. Yes. What do you do for fun? Um, well, I, I do you guys, are you into the Enneagram? Yes. Yep. Well, I am. I don't know if that is. I'm an Enneagram 8. Okay. And 8s tend to kind of be workaholics. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, really my fun is my work. And mm-hmm. I love doing the podcast. So learning more about that, learning how to market those types of things, learning, <laughs> like I said, the social media marketing side. Right. So I love that. That's one of the things that I spend the most of my time on. But for fun, outside of that, I also am really involved with our church. Mm-hmm. I go to Park Place Church of God in okay. Anderson, and we're really involved with the community center there. We've got a um, farmer's market okay. uh, cool. that runs May through October mm-hmm. that we are involved in. Obviously involved with my kids and mm-hmm. going to lots of sporting events. I think one of the things that I do that actually makes me relax is crocheting okay, really? and coloring. Okay. So if my husband and I are binging some kind of Netflix show, I'm usually doing one of those two things because if I don't, like that helps calm my mind down. If not, I'm just always going. I it forces you. me to sit down. To sit down. and But yeah. you can feel like you're being productive while you're exactly. also watching. You accomplish. <laughs> I'm accomplishing something and, and I'm also not, vegging out. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not like a great crocheter. I can make like scarves and Okay. Bl- I was going to ask what was your favorite thing no, to no, make. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, scarves and blankets. Okay. My son wants me to make him a scarf. So okay. I'm making a scarf right now. <laughs> that That's about the extent of it. Awesome. So we saw you at Yats yesterday. Yes, love Yats, Yats. and Ball State University. I love Yats. Now these two have Matt told does me not they like love it. Yats. I'm like, <laughs> it's slop on top. What what what's up with this? So uh, we we got what four different varieties. We got, yeah, we got two like half all. and half. So you get to. Like, it is amazing it. if you, if you if you like it, go for it. But uh, but yeah, you you've had it before and then had it yesterday. What do you think? I have. Oh my gosh, we love yet. So when my sister Amy and John lived down in Broad Ripple, we mm-hmm. would go to yet oh, yes. often. So it's been fun to see them expand like we've been up to Notre Dame for games my husband's a huge Notre Dame fan they have a yachts on campus as well so we were so pumped that when they were coming to Muncie because we have kids now so we're 
we don't go to Broad Ripple anymore. Yeah. So it's nice <laughs> that I could just walk down there on my lunch break Absolutely. and grab some yachts. But I love the crawfish etouffee, Me the chili too. cheese. Chili cheese is good. Yeah. But when they have the etouffee on the menu, I'm yes, like, oh, yes. So Please good. Please get in my belly. And I love the mock chew chicken. Mm. Mm. That's so good. good. It's good. I, I like it. I enjoyed the chipotle chicken. Yes, they have some chipotle chicken thing. That I like it because my ex-in-laws uh, from my first marriage, they were... They live in Louisiana. Oh, and, like okay. on the bayou. They and were Cajun people. They were Cajun yeah, they people. Were. I mean, they were like, <laughs> yeah. I don't miss a lot from that first marriage, <laughs> but I do food. miss them and their food. <laughs> and it was really good. So I like to go to Yet's because I, yeah, etouffee and the crawfish. And Matt's like, I don't need to eat that. I pick them out of the river. Ah, <laughs> I will definitely have to try the Chipotle chicken because I love trying new things. But once I find something I love, I usually just stick with that yeah. one thing. Yeah, that's what I'll you were exposed forever. to savages here recently. Yes, oh and my you like that shed town. Oh, so good. <laughs> like I'm not a huge chicken sandwich fan, mm-hmm. but something about that man, like the way it's like thin and it's still moist on the inside but crispy on the outside. Oh, it I have not so had good. the shed town. I might have to try it. You need I always to try get it. the chicken quesadilla. With okay. the uh, jalapenos and stuff. And then well, this has jalapenos fire, so in it, too. Mm, so okay. you might really like Maybe it. Maybe I'll check that out. Yes, right. for sure. We're recording this at 10 o'clock in the morning, but it's making me very hungry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like have our lunch plans ready. I know. <laughs> so outside being busy and everything, where do you and your family go for vacations and things? Well, our favorite, like my happy place that I love to go is we go to Lake Webster, which okay. is in North Webster, Indiana. Mm-hmm. My in-laws have a little lake trailer there, and they got it right around the time that I started dating Colin. So it has just been a part of our relationship. Mm -hmm. I guess it's almost 20 years now. So we absolutely love going up there. I can physically feel my body relax Mm -hmm. when I go up there because there's nothing to do. Like I don't have to fix or clean or cook or, you (laughs) know, we eat horribly while we're up there we just eat all junk food um go out on the boat the kids love tubing Mm -hmm. i love reading we sleep in we go on walks it's just like my absolute favorite happy place the other thing that we do a lot of is one of two things we love sports my husband Mm. is a huge sports fanatic okay and so he is always planning some type of road trip adventure to a different sporting event okay and then we also um my daughter and i just got back from seeing dear evan hansen so we love broadway shows we love going to those we got to see hamilton we i mean we've just seen a ton of stuff our family not us personally but they have tickets to the um the Broadway series here in Indy. Oh, okay. And a lot of times if they don't want to go, they'll give us their tickets. Oh, well, that's nice. So that's yeah. very like, nice. We will be the beneficiaries yes, of those I will take tickets. those tickets. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we love doing that together too. Awesome. Well, if you're free, you can come to Muncie Civic Theater and see me and Sister Act <gasps> in October. Are you so serious? Yes. Oh my goodness. I would so, love that. I love fun. Sister Act five. and we will definitely want to come awesome. see that. Yeah. Matt calls me nun number five. Because <laughs> oh I'm in goodness. the nun ensemble. So it's not like I have lines and solos and all that kind of stuff, which is actually okay. Because it's just enough for me to like go sing and dance, right. have fun without having to like stress out over. Oh my gosh, I'm like the lead or what? I, I right, don't, I don't mean that. So. That would be very stressful. Yeah, I've never, even though we love it, I've never been in anything like that. It's so fun. I, I, I like really, it. I like it. 
it's it gives me a creative outlet for something to do for myself instead of you know being a mom and a boss and a wife and a blah, blah, blah. Like and it. i've heard such great things about the muncie civic theater they, they do a really good job really great shows going on absolutely didn't they just have willy wonka, willy wonka. it was so good it was amazing one of our guests from the momnesia podcast christina mm-hmm. smith her son was in it yes he was char i think he, he was, was charlie, charlie bucket. Yeah, right? yeah yeah he was charlie yeah <laughs> so what's on your bucket list travel i Go definitely somewhere. would like to travel i've done a lot of traveling in my life where have you been um outside the u.s let's yeah say. all over did you get to travel with your yeah your I did. job uh-huh. from i went to kenya and rwanda to greece to london to ireland or england ireland spain germany so well, we you've have been a world everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. you haven't well, you mentioned, mentioned yes. that yes. part <laughs> i have not mentioned that part I caught the travel bug early in life, okay. and um, when I was in a so- after my sophomore year, after my freshman year of high school, I can't remember, I went on this trip that was like toward the summer for two months around Europe, and then after my junior year of college, my friend and I went backpacking through Europe by ourselves. It was crazy. I can't believe my parents let us do it. <laughs> But we did. And my parents, they also went to Europe after I got back that summer. Mm -hmm. And they were like, had we gone first, there's no way we would have let you go. (laughs) Um, So I guess maybe the thing that I would think would be for a bucket list would be more to travel in. um, I have not been to Southeast Asia. I've Mm -hmm. always wanted to go there to like Thailand, Indonesia, Mm -hmm. Vietnam, those areas. And then also South America. So I've never really been down that way. I'd love to go to like Ecuador, Chile. So I I would love to do that. I guess a bucket list. This I know this is going to sound like a weird bucket list, but... I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. I've taken lots of Spanish, but mm-hmm. I'm not fluent in it. I would love to be fluent in another language. So okay. those are things that I would love to be able to do. And I guess another place I haven't traveled that I would like to go, I'd love to go with my family to Israel because mm. I think that that would be a cool cool trip just for a part of my own faith journey to yeah. be, kind of be there and see where everything Walk around happened. where Jesus walked around. Exactly. I think that that would be really cool. That's yeah. cool. Where's yep. the fa- Where's your favorite place you've traveled? Do you have a favorite? Oh, Switzerland. Hmm. I mean, it is just breathtaking. Like, literally takes your breath away. There's not many words you can use to describe it. Um, just the mountains, the crispness of the colors and the air. And it's just so picturesque. These little, like, chalets. I mean, it just doesn't look real. Mm-hmm. It looks like a storybook. So that was one place that I really loved. What has been your favorite part of starting this podcast? What has been the best part for you all? Oh, that we our favorite part of starting the podcast? Yeah. I like getting to know people. Um, I really like to let people tell their stories um, and highlight the cool people in in and around Muncie and all that kind of stuff. So I really have liked being able to showcase and spotlight other people. What about you, Matt? Mine is actually the banter, the challenge of coming up oh, with something, <laughs> something new every week. And there's usually two things, an opening and a closing segment. Uh, just being ultra aware of everything that's going on in mm-hmm. our lives and being able to pick out a little piece of it, make a three to five minute piece about it. Right. So uh, so that's been fun. That is, it helps us, I think, be a little more present and aware of what's going exactly. on and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I have a, a growing list of reminders on my phone because when something happens, I'm like, hey, Siri, remind me about blah, blah, blah. So if anybody gets my phone and they look at my <laughs> reminders, you're like, 
this girl is crazy. <laughs> You're like, I have a podcast. I need to remember. I need these to remember because I will never remember it. I also have to say, seeing my face on a billboard has been a little crazy. <laughs> it you have a billboard? It's not running right now, but but it did for, for six months no or so way. since January. Um, and it's my face that with the is Gone Boss, you know, logo and all right. that kind of stuff. And uh, people, it's so funny, like. When I meet new people, they're like, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like I've seen your face on a billboard. And I'm like, you're no. like, you have. You ha- you want it's my autograph? not weird, but I am on a billboard. I'm so I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So that's been interesting. And then when we drive around and Zuzu's like, mom, look, it's you on the billboard. Yes. So that's yeah. kind of neat. That is so cool. Anyway, and how has it been as a husband and wife team to do it? I think it's been fun. Probably easier than be- because of scheduling. Well, that's like true. Probably easier than then you have it because you have to schedule that time yeah go to the place this is actually right. in our office where we work <laughs> yep. so it's it's actually quite quite easy the banter and going back and forth sometimes that's hard because we go on tangents and those have to be cut <laughs> yeah, out yeah and that's yeah. like we can't talk about that on the podcast that's yeah. not interesting yeah. we, we have a segment <laughs> why angie hates and uh uh that's a frequent <laughs> yeah matt's like we can't have we that have segment every sometimes. week come on yes. angie come on <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun to be on. This is the first podcast I've been on that wasn't my own. So this was really fun. fun. Thanks Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yes. We are also sponsored today by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. Yeah, today we're talking about piercings. Did you know that they are one of the very few shops that offers financing on body jewelry through Synchrony? Financing? Yeah, so they want you to make sure that you get the right body jewelry for you, whether it's something that you have the cash to lay out right now or it's a bigger piece that you want to finance. So I want more bling. I can finance it through Lucky Rabbit and they can get me what I want. Yeah, you can save money when you qualify for a line of credit. So they want you to come in, ask them about the details. They have jewelry that'll fit any budget, but we really want you to get what you want. Um, We want to help you be able to get that. You can find out more at LuckyTats.com. So, husband. Yes. All right. So with Julie, we've been talking about she likes to crochet and knit and things like that. Um, And growing up, your mom did that too. She was a crocheter. She made uh, giant blankets. um, She made Zuzu a blanket. uh, Yeah. uh, And and crocheted. And she'd spend all all day and night just uh, sitting there crocheting, making these uh, large blankets. She also crocheted snowflakes. Like doilies? Doilies. Yes. It was like a doily, but she would soak them in, I believe, sugar water and make them stiff. Oh, like starch. Yeah, starch, yes. And we would put it on the Christmas tree then. So she made all these intricate snowflakes crocheting. That that sounds terrible. I'm sure she loved it and was great, but that sounds very intricate. I I don't remember ever making socks or hats or any any stuff like that. It was always a blanket or... And the blankets were amazing. Um, You know, it was the 70s, so they were kind of techno color. Uh, red, <laughs> Did yellows. she do like the afghans with like the flowers and exactly, stuff on them yeah. and everything? Oh, everybody in the set. I think we oh, had yeah. like three of those when I was growing up. I remember watching that TV show and they had uh, some kind of device and you would 
pop it. And, oh yeah, and, and tie pop. them all together. Yeah. And then <laughs> did she have that or did she do she it? She didn't have that, but I always remember that. Okay. Like she did it all by hand. Anyway, yeah, so, she was an avid crocheter. Awesome, but this crochet habit <laughs> led to an unfortunate incident when you were young how old were you when this happened all right i want to say i was either four or five okay so you were little i remember you know just how you piece things together right. when you're when you're that and i mean this young. is probably one of your earlier memories we had mustard colored carpet was shag, it the shag carpet i yes, had shag we, carpet we had that carpet too it was so gross it was so ugly but uh <laughs> but we had that and i remember that i want to say it was a green chair like like a sitting chair or like whatever. Like a recliner. A recliner. That she did this work in. Okay. And so she probably had like a basket or like a place where she set yeah, all of her stuff. She, she had something that would contain all the stuff. And she had put it into the chair and had walked away for whatever reason. Maybe she was making dinner. That. Maybe to yell at your brother. And so I must have been running around doing something. And I ran and like slammed my head right into the chair. Like when you're a little kid. Yeah, you, you just you, like you just you like jump it. in the chair and smack it you or jump whatever. it and whatever and yeah. it, it kind of flings you back and it's kind of fun and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Except for... There was this crochet basket full of crochet needles. Hooks and... Hooks. Yeah. And one went right up my nose <gasps> into my head. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm here to tell the tale. Yeah, you lived. <laughs> so I lurched back, of course. Something had just happened. And I don't remember much, but apparently my mom says, I reached, I grabbed the crocheted needle and ripped it out of Pulled my nose. Pulled it right out of your nose. <laughs> and of course they have the little hook. So I uh, I cut something up in there and uh, my mom for sure thought <laughs> I had just pulled my brain out because it started bleeding like... Well, and your nose bleeds like whoosh. crazy. All over me. It's coming down. I'm freaking out of at course, this point. Of course, yeah. you know, number one, it hurts. Number two, there's, there's blood a lot everywhere. Of blood. And you think you just pulled your brain out your nose. So she whisked me into the uh, the bathroom. And I remember this just because there was so much blood going down the <laughs> sink. And she had the, the water on. She's freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out so much that I start uh, uh, puking blood. Oh, because it was going down and up and I out. I haven't and, heard that part. And so I'm gagging on that, that. And she oh. is freaking out. She calls my dad, who's at work at the, uh, uh, he owned a gas station. He owned station a gas station, then. yeah. And uh, she's like, oh my God, I, th I think he just pulled out his brains. You got to come home. <laughs> So by the time he got home, 20 minutes had passed, and we had shoved, uh, of course, cotton balls up my nose and uh, uh, leaned my head back okay. and, and that whole thing, and it had uh, ceased. Okay. Some, but I remember the taste, Ugh. you know? Oh, That's yeah. That's one thing that, you pick uh, up, that irony yeah, taste, taste up and down your uh, throat and everything like that. So it sounds gross, but it was very I mean, traumatizing. Traumatizing and memorable. Now, did you go and to the memorable. hospital? I don't remember. We, I think the bleeding stopped. So I was like, "Well, I guess he. I guess he'll survive." There's the no brain. The bleeding anywhere. stopped, and he seems <laughs> so, to be talking okay. Yeah, <laughs> his so, brain still must be in there. And again, I don't remember anything past that point. So we might have went to the doctor. I, if, I just remember the incident, why it happened, because I think my mom was freaking out so much it left the impact in impact your in your brain. You uh, live to tell the story, and it seems like you still have a brain. So I guess I guess we're okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Love you, husband. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.